about anchor it's easiest way to make a podcast let me explain so it's free it's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and guys it's super easy i use the same platform Hi everyone we welcome you to our podcast channel we relearn i wish you all a very happy and prosperous new year we had our last discussion with mark on leadership and as we have promised we have come up with another super exciting chapter called the future of pmo and project management post covid 19 this is one of the topics which has been discussed almost every other webinars and conference so we thought that we should also follow the line for some time we have two of the greatest professionals leo and ricardo to discuss this chapter both leo and ricardo has been actively contributing to the pmo project management community for many years so without wasting much of your time we will let our discussion begin next voice you will hear from karthik as he's our leader for this chapter Well, good morning and good afternoon depending on where you are whether you're in uh, Europe or in India or you know if you're, if you're somewhere else then it's another time but welcome to uh, chapter 6 of we learn uh, we are back this saturday with a really exciting session um, as we promised and as abhishek promised uh, we have a true barcelona versus uh, madrid matchup today Um so before we bring up our guests let me introduce uh, my co-host uh, Abhishek uh, Abhishek welcome uh, it's great to have you on a saturday afternoon in india and i'm really looking forward to this session uh, with uh, with the two uh, giants from uh, spain they're coming up on on the session Abhishek thank you thank you thank you Karthik thanks for thanks for welcoming me Sure. And and uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and I'm I'm eagerly waiting for the match between uh, Madrid versus Barcelona. So yeah, I think I think like the the football announcers and and others, I think I give you the opportunity to uh, introduce these two gentlemen to our audience and uh, me, and then we go from there. So if you could do the honors. Sure, sure. So thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Ricardo. thanks for uh, being here on our podcast channel so to give you a bit of a introduction uh, so i'll start with barcelona i'll start with leo first so i have been knowing leo from uh, for close to a year now so we have been associated with each other through over linkedin i mean whereas uh, there was some survey which were going on where he reached out to me then uh, then i've been uh, filling up his survey uh, filling up the surveys for pmo officers and then i have been posting my uh, i mean i have been posting my answers to them then that's how we we met each other we get along with each other with each other and then he has been translating some of my articles i have been translating some of his articles so it's a give and take relationship between uh, which i had with leo and coming on to madrid so ricardo ricardo i met around i mean i think uh, we uh, me and kartik we both met around last year march april uh, during pmo global alliance hackathon so that's when we get to know ricardo uh, and 
so he is he is basically a peacemaker i mean uh, whenever we had a breakout between india and iran during the hackathon and we usually we usually have a battle uh, which goes i mean which continues every day so so that's when the peacemaker mr i mean uh, my dear friend i mean our dear friend ricardo from spain who comes who comes uh, who intervene and make sure make sure we all attain the peace so that's how we got to know each other and both of our extremely talented individual professionals both uh, both are both are excelling in pmo project management so that's why we are here to listen to them kartik you can fill in in case if i have missed out anything no no i think uh, that's uh, that's a handsome introduction and maybe uh, if we we can start uh, maybe with uh, leo maybe if you could quickly introduce himself as well and then we go to ricardo and then we'll quickly jump into the discussion so over to you leo a quick introduction from yourself um thank you very much morning yeah, good evening good night uh from all our audience thank you very much for the invitation for this uh very very good initiative um it's my pleasure I wish um Carty thank you very much and it's my pleasure to sh uh, to share with a great colleague and professional as well uh, Ricardo in, in this case thank you very much well yeah, thank you uh, as well for your kindly words I, I don't want to add anything else um the the, the main words uh, from my side is PM officers as I uh, already mentioned Abi uh, is born um just for for trying tr trying to closer uh, uh PMO and pro project management professionals around the world as a, a global community and after two years we are still growing we are still creating a new network new links between great colleagues and professional and this event today is only a very very small example of that so thank you very much it's uh, my pleasure uh, my best wishes for all people be safe be held um in this in this uh, difficult year so thank you very much and and greetings from barcelona spain thank you thanks leo thanks so much for uh, for that that introduction it's uh, you know shows us how humble you are and uh, and which truly you are as a person uh, ricardo uh, if you could jump in as well uh, and and represent uh, i don't know madrid or barcelona whichever side you want thanks first thanks uh, for the invitation to to the podcast it's a great initiative for promoting the project management profession so it's an honor for me to to be here with uh, you sharing this this minutes uh what kartik saying about barcelona madrid well, i was born in barcelona but uh, i didn't grow up in Madrid, so and, and both both places. Regarding my my experience, I'm currently the head of the project management office at uh, Telefonica Customer Experience. It's a global organization that uh, we work with projects with all Telefonica markets. I've been uh, more than 15 years uh, leading PMOs, uh, projects, programs, and portfolios all around the world. I've been very lucky because uh, due to this profession, project management profession, I've been able to work in more than 40 countries, India included. 
in, in Europe, Africa, Asia, and North and South America. So, so it's a pleasure to be here, and yeah, let's let's go for, for the topic if you want, Abhishek, Kartik. Thank you, Ricardo. Uh, uh, so let me quickly start, and maybe Abhishek can jump in. Uh, thanks so much for your introductions. Uh, love to have you both here. Um, quickly. Uh, first question to both of you, and, and maybe Leo goes first, and then Ricardo. Um, what is maybe the two or three most significant changes that you are seeing between, um, you know, the the project management PMO world that was pre-COVID and post-COVID? So, Leo, you know, a lot of work that you do is on uh, advisory consulting, on uh, learning, on on that side. Uh, Ricardo, a lot of your experience now is is on implementation within organizations uh, like Telefonica. So, if you could kind of talk how how your world has changed in the last uh, one year, uh, Leo, could you? Yeah, thank you. It's a very good question and very difficult to answer as well. Um, why? Because um, in the past year about COVID. And this was very difficult for most of people and an organization as well, but including educational organizations, uh, universities, college for kids um, and business um, um, business uh, as well. No, but um, before that, the, the world is changing from the past decade, not, the, for, not from the past year. So the big problem for companies in this in this point before COVID, that they already uh, they didn't stay, uh, be ready for this kind of um, huge changes. I have seen in, in, in during my consulting services and in project management and PMO <clears throat> that I found so many noise around i have uh, i have seen many posts many ebooks many many information but in the reality in practical in the companies they don't do um the most of the the, the things that they are saying or they are telling us okay so obviously during the past uh, year with all this uh, global program most of companies have been very very difficult about business um, continuity Okay, so what happened that they closed a lot, a lot of projects and products into his portfolio. A lot of, most of them, uh, the half, um, I don't know how much percent because I have no numbers. Uh, most probably we never, we are going to have this number because uh, nobody wants to share this kind of information. But um, the most of the, the, the budget, it was for business continuity and at the same time for telecommunications. So the, the only the only big in, in IT yeah, about project management and, and product management, the big business first IT uh, telecommunications, telecommunications and social media sectors, including every, uh, including as well everything about digital services about everything. So what what is happening right now? That many companies are wake up right now is um, for trying to explode all the um, <clears throat> investment from the past year. But this is the big problem. But other companies always are in continuous evolution and the COVID is just uh, a difficult situation, but it was one, very short, two, 
not so not so difficult and not so painful and they right now they are leading in in every sector this is the main one the second one yeah um, putting focus for the future is digital services everything about digital services obviously including project management and pmo um, project management offices and pro, um, or product management offices depending because are both different sectors no? and um, we are talking about educational okay for universities for college for for kids okay for private and public uh, as well uh, for organizations and the rest of uh, well, business i'm talking about business and companies and the rest of organizations no it doesn't matter which kind of industry the size um, country because we are living and sharing a global situation that um, the impact is for all of us in 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 some in some point or another point and finally the for me uh, this is my point of my point of view and the third and final we need to use a new technologies for helping us in this kind of business my best example is blockchain well, we, we can talk about uh, EA, but I'm not really sure that we can uh, take it for all organizations because it's very expensive. Um, we are in the first steps and not too many companies can, can do and can do apply this. And the other technologies, well, obviously cloud computing uh, is, uh, is very common. Uh, every, every, every organization, it doesn't matter the size, the, the industry can uh, access to these technologies for any prices but the new technologies as blockchain um, every day is appearance new companies that can offer this kind of services uh, and several prices for everyone so this is a for me um, this is the the, the the big challenge for 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 a global organization local organization including obviously educational and uh, organization like football club barcelona for example no because we are going to to vote for a new president if we have a um, remote vote a system for voting in remotely if we will have blockchain nobody can do uh, nobody can vote for twice or do any kind of tricks no for or what tricks for for to say something so for me this is the main three topics from the past but i'm not talking only about the covid because before the covid because we are changing the world is changing from the past decade and then from this year and the coming years thank you thank you leo that, that i think uh, just uh, kick starts uh, you know the topic and and so we'll come back to the points that you made uh, quite interesting uh, ricardo your views yeah, I've been promoting the, the project economy uh, since a few years ago. That uh, our vision for people that we are promoting project economy is that our life is a project. In fact, it's a set of projects. And here I always use a, an example that is very clear. That is the, the most complex projects we have in our life is when we plan our wedding because there are many stakeholders, budget restrictions, and it's a very, very complex project. And, and in fact, um, our life uh, is made of decisions that uh, becomes projects. So what I'm seeing since the 
pandemic started is that the population is becoming more uh, aware of, of this because, for example, now, just for uh, having a, a clear example that is happening now, uh, in all countries, people is talking about uh, how can be possible that uh, these pharma companies they are producing the vaccines in, in such a record time, just a few months, when historically to, to produce a vaccine takes a lot of years. So people is thinking, how do, are they doing this? How are they leading this project in order to reduce the, the lead time that much? So people is talking about projects. And another thing that is happening now every day in our countries is uh, people complaining that uh, we are having uh, vaccines now because the pharma companies they produce vaccines in a record time but now we are getting the vaccines in our countries and the countries are not prepared uh, most of them they are not prepared for uh, uh, putting the vaccines to the to the people so then the population is complaining that the governments they don't plan they are not able to, to manage the situation. Uh, and this is a project, this vaccination project. So uh, when you watch on, on TV, the news is always uh, uh, there planning uh, rigs. Uh, so it's the, the concepts that we, we manage in, in our projects. So I, I believe that this uh, situation, the pandemic, is helping people to realize that our life is a project and the importance of being able to lead properly uh, the projects. And the companies, uh, they, are, they are in the same step. Many of them, they were not prepared when this started last year. Uh, and they are realizing that uh, project management is becoming a, a key skill. In fact, um, every time I see more positions that they are demanding uh, for many roles, project management skills uh, so more than a role uh, now this is becoming a skill that uh, more companies are demanding for, for different positions that are not related to project management so I think this is the, the major uh, change that the project economy that we have been promoting for a few years that our life is a project is becoming a, a reality thank you thank you Ricardo uh, that was uh... I mean, uh, whatever you share, that, that's, that's really helpful. So what my question to both of you, I mean, I've heard both of you, what you said, and that's a common thing. I mean, I have witnessed that even I'm sure Karthik would have also witnessed the same thing. So, but my question is, before COVID, what was, I mean, what was the scenario? What was the situation? After COVID, what changes, what remains constant and what we can actually, we could have actually changed it in order to make it better. Um, thank you. Another very good question and hard to, re to respond, but um, most probably in person. Why? Because uh, before COVID, uh, before this situation, many people, uh, most people, sorry, um, are very comfortable in his companies no it doesn't matter his roles or companies okay they were very comfortable but after with all this uh, situation may, uh, many many people many people lost his jobs okay this is the first one and this is a global okay because it's happening in all over the world until today 
Um, in the other side, many many companies or many consulting um, project management and PMO consulting services firms as PM offices, just for a small example, we lost many <clears throat> consulting services for the same time. So the impact is a global impact. What happened? During the past few months, until most probably um, we are still uh, fighting with this, uh, until this month of January, people is putting very nervous because all the, the, the current scenario and global, uh, as very, very good point Ricardo has mentioned about the vaccines, uh, is confusion. is so many information and misinformation, the, uh, this misinformation, uh, all the uh, contradictions of we are listening every time, everywhere. <clears throat> the, the people is, is putting more nervous every time every day and if we are adding that people have no jobs and if we are adding that people don't having money no for the basic things the the, the situation is very complicated so this is my um because i'm watching i'm, I'm talking with people from all over the world in um, project management pmo um, areas or uh, areas related and beyond. So, uh, but now with all the, um, <clears throat> with several initiatives that other kind of people, including PM officers with, with webinars and other kind of things and educational, etc. Just for a small example, but there are another very, very good um, organizations, including the very, the, the very important topic that um, mentioned Ricardo's very, very good point about the project economy. People is trying to have. A, um, I, I, I know if the hope is exactly word, but they are receiving or the perception is that we can do many positive things for the most of people that we can do it. So my point is, we uh, between all of us, in some way or another way, in even be a very small um, activities or very, very small uh, events, something like uh, whatever we want to call it, yeah? Uh, we can do a better world. So for this year, if we continue <clears throat> thinking positive, and this is very important, two points, resilience and empowerment. First of all, for us, as the individuals, less like professionals, and finally, as friends, colleagues, and uh, um, with our family obviously, as the, as the first line of love. But we need to expand these kind of feelings in our current uh, business, online of business, or our impact with a global situation. For my example, as a master degree uh, professor in, in, in a couple of universities, but in the other, free events for the community. They think that we to be positive, 
yeah we need to be try by ourselves have uh, empowerment to empower for ourselves resilience and be calm, be calm be calm and very positive for this time and the future times because it's not only for this i insist the world is changing but not only from the past year it's the past decade and we need to continue this change but in a positive way without fear yeah we trying without bad feelings trying without uh, bad thoughts okay so take care about what are you listening about uh, social media in in news and tv and radio whatever so uh, i think will be better if we put in focus in a positive way one second trying to do our best it doesn't matter what do we do what is our business what is our role what is our functions what is our activities for the community and for business and third continue the best effort as we can as much as possible and trying to get to the global community because we are in a global situation it doesn't matter um, what kind of countries society organization roles uh, obviously women and men and obviously young the old-fashioned like me and the new generations the that current are leading the future leaders and our next generation for our kids just for example that they are very young but they are going to to lead in the in some in some point in the future that's my point of view thank you thank you leo that 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 helps and i think that will also help our listeners so karthik you have uh, you have any question you want to go next yeah sure uh, uh thanks abhishek i i was uh, i was thinking you you know that one but yeah um ricardo uh, maybe this one's to you 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 talked about uh, the the project economy and you talked about that possibly you know the roles in the future uh, around project management pmo and the project economy uh, we we are seeing a difference so um maybe if you can talk to us specifically maybe giving one or two examples on you know what is what is helping this change i mean is it just covid that has resulted in this change or has covid you know helped it speed it up should we feel positive about this change do you see some concerns so i'm putting a lot of questions but it's really one question saying what direction are these kind of roles going to if you could give your thoughts on that I think uh, this pandemic brought uh, to everybody uh, many concepts like we were saying before about planning risk management that uh, we use every day in our profession as project management professionals and there is one clear example is uh, I don't have the data but uh, I don't think there are so many projects that in January uh, last year they had in their risk management plan identified the impact of the covid and i say january 
when in January uh, the, the virus was already uh, reaching many countries. It was not just in China. So, so what people are seeing in the, in the companies is that the risk management uh, is one of the areas that has to be reinforced. And risk management is not just a threat manager responsibility, as you know. So all people involved in the projects, all the stakeholders, they have to contribute and identify uh, risks. So this is making that uh, uh, the skill of project management uh, not to be just uh, be identified as a role, that for sure it has to be kept as a role because uh, project management is, is becoming every day more, more complex. Uh, there are every day new methodologies, uh, new trends. So, I believe this will be for sure uh, a profession that is going to be reinforced, but uh, there will be uh, many roles that will have the need of having this skill. Uh, and I think, for example, um, small business and companies uh, that uh, they cannot afford to hire a specific project management roles, they get into project management because they don't have enough budgets in their, in their companies. Uh, in these cases that uh, we are talking in countries like, for example, in Spain, that the majority of the companies is based are based on, on a small business. Uh, they are very aware because they are the ones that have been more impacted by the pandemic. That the people working in the, the company they need to have these skills. So uh, last week I've seen a, an initiative from the Project Management Institute where they have deployed a tool. We're just trying to, to help people that are not formal project managers to, to have project manage, uh, management skills and try to help them to, to deliver successful projects, even not being project managers. So this is a trend that uh, is reinforced by, by the, the pandemic because as well uh, with the pandemic we'll have less resources and we need to be more efficient in our, in our projects. We need to reduce the, the failure rate of the project. We have to, to deliver better, more efficient and more efficiently. And as well, there is another topic that we, we are seeing every day. That is that we need to create sustainable development. So this is not just uh, the triple constraint of uh, cost, uh, budget and so on. Uh, we have more constraints now, so we have to take into consideration as well the sustainability as a key constraint. And, and this is uh, things that are being reported by, by the crisis times, like the pandemic, because in crisis times, uh, the crisis brings changes, and the crisis being uh, less resources. So the crisis is the times where we uh, have to, to be able to, to work more efficient and more efficient um, and, um, with better uh, success rate. So <clears throat> I think this is a very great opportunity for the project management profession to finally uh, show to the world the value and the benefits that can bring to the society and, and, to, and to the world. Thanks, Ricardo. I think, uh, I think um... You know, I cannot disagree with, with anything that you've said, and and your point is valid. I think I I would 
consider very few people to have had uh, some kind of risk response system uh, risk response or a detailed risk response back in january so i think you know you're pointing to something uh, really valid i mean what you said at the start and what you're say, saying at the end i think uh, in the fact that the parameters um, have increased and have changed and have become more complex so resilience sustainability these are more important uh, constraints or drivers than even the triple constraint I mean, or rather we need to keep them uh, included uh, much more and be prepared with it which we probably have afforded not to do in the past but we probably can't do that in the future uh, so thanks for that that that, that really was you know very useful uh, going back leo uh, one question that uh, i i had for you was uh, one thing that we did see during the covid uh, we saw let's say let's say over last one year is there was a lot of uh, and since a lot of your work is is in the education learning area um uh, today so one thing we did see is uh, an explosion in this area of online uh, content online webinars uh, online um, uh, you know online sessions online uh teaching uh, so um i mean i can just add on the words uh, in front of online and go ahead but the point being um one also kind of one of the things i did hear from a lot of people was also while there was a lot of excitement in, in going you know online these a lot of content became available which was not possibly available before people didn't have to travel so the you know the barrier of the cost Uh, reduced uh, you know you didn't have to go to a particular location to attend a, a webinar or a training but what i also heard were heard was that there was maybe too much content maybe in some cases the content was diluted uh, so you know it was a lot of quantity uh, some good quality but then some not so good quality so being on the other side what is what was your experience leo ah uh... <laughs> Another excellent question, Harty. Really, because yeah, in, um, in fact, as uh, Ricardo mentioned, uh, we have a, 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 a great gap to cover about many things. Okay, and um, project management and product management, including this, because there are different topics and PMOs and beyond. Okay. Many professionals in the past uh, they couldn't have access to this uh, training. It doesn't matter what kind of training. I'm, I'm just I'm just mentioning it, training because the, 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 when you have information and you put in practice, this becoming knowledge and and the knowledge during the time, including um, a better education. is becoming an experience and nowadays there is a, big, a, a great gap in organizations because in crisis appears all the difficult all the um, uh, all the bad situations all the bad all the bad practices no and this is loss of money So for education training, in our case, for for example, uh, for PM officers, we all we, we didn't have this kind of impact. In fact, 
we have more business because before this um, the pandemic situation about this crisis we are already sharing many contents online contents obviously online as webin as webinars by free but in other cases were training workshops and other things okay but in companies or in um, in present we already have too much work before the 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 the, the, the pandemic um, with the new rules that you cannot stay in, in person no in, in person in, in company um obviously this this was a very hard situation because uh, remember we are a, a, a social elements of this planet i mean we are people and we need to be in touch in contact with the rest of people no in person is is much better but by the other hand is closer with the rest of the globe one example is right here right now that you are in other very far away part of the of the world from us but at the same time we are very closer we're feeling closer and all the audience is going to feel the same feeling is going to to feel the same things okay this is the the, the two the two um, sides of both situation that for one hand is very difficult because you is um, every time is less a presence uh, a, a physical contact but by the other hand you are closing the distance now this is very very fantastic situation in our case for example for education and consulting services well we we have created a concept the syncolet synchronicity in this case for example we are trying to mix asynchronous and synchronous okay in, in this in, um why to improve the educational the, to improve our concept of, of professional training workshops on training um professional workshops including including for college including for universities and all these people when i when when we are presenting this this new point of view they're lovely and this is uh, most probably is going to be the most common situation in the near years so for a few group of people we uh, we all um we be ready for any crisis because any crisis present us a new opportunities to make a new business to make to to to, to share new opportunities to create new opportunities and by the other hand by the other hands other organizations that uh, they are not thinking of the same well unfortunately they are closing his business so uh, i think this this year is a great challenge for us to create a new business line a new solutions about educational training for all over the world, a global situation. It doesn't matter the country, it doesn't matter the language as well, because when you are closing the links between great colleagues, they are, you are, um, <clears throat> yeah, you are destroying the barriers, you are destroying the walls that before the crisis existed. 
but now it's not going to be exist uh, anymore. I, that I think is my my point of view. Thank you. Thanks, Leo. Uh, I think uh, that's good insight. Uh, I like what you were saying about synchronous asynchronous being uh, the way forward. So uh, I think it's not just in project management, but in every, in every area we seem to be going into a hybrid uh, model. So um, on that note, maybe maybe Abhishek, I think we probably have just time for one more question. So uh, Abhishek, if you could go ahead. Correct, correct. So maybe, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll ask that question, Karthik, if you can let me know if that uh, was also your question, then we are done. Otherwise, I think we can we can squeeze one more as well. So uh, Leo and Ricardo, I mean, a question to both of you. So uh, I have heard what you have, what you have told, I mean, what you have told so far. So based on that, see what I assume that, I mean, uh, see, I assume, I mean, uh, I got a con I got to a conclusion that what is, I mean, what what how was the past of a PMO and what is the present looks like of a PMO. But uh, I'm more interested to know what what are your perception about future of PMO. I mean, is it going to be sustainable in future? I mean, can we also going to hear the same word project management office or project management in future? Or is, is it going to be evolving or is it going to uh, ex, ex, extinct completely? I mean, what is it? You know, what are your take on that? Or will it going to be replaced with something else? Ricardo, please, first. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Leo. Uh, yeah, for, for sure, PMOs uh, needs to be evolving constantly because uh, every time the, the change is making that the, the dramatic uh, pace of, of change is increasing in the world and, and PMOs have to evolve and every day they have to evolve uh, quickly. So I think that the, the static PMO is, uh, it will disappear because it will not provide the value that the organization needs. Because uh, due to the change, the organizations uh, are evolving as well very quickly and they have different needs uh, every time. So, uh, for sure, I think that the project management offices, they have a, a future, but uh, they will have uh, the same challenge that they have been having for many years. That is so mm -hmm. improve the value that we provide. And in order to show the value, we have to fulfill the organizational needs. And as the organizational needs change, uh, we need to evolve, we need to change. We, we have to be learning every day. Very important what Leo was saying. So now, the, always, but training is, is key. And when there are changes and, and there are so many uh, things that are coming in order to, to try to, to, to solve the, the crisis, we will see every day that there are new methodologies, there are new ways of thinking, new things coming up. So we need to be learning every day, evolving our PMOs, uh, our offices, our people working with us. And we have to be uh, iterating and measuring the value we provide, uh, asking for feedback to the holders and evolve. So uh, we have a, a future but uh, we cannot uh, think that uh, just because now we can be 
let's say, be successful because we're providing value right now. We're going to be providing value tomorrow if we don't change and evolve. So mm -hmm. we have to keep evolving and, and learning and offering value. Thank you. Thank you, Ricardo. So learning, I mean, see, I have a different perception on learning. So let me share my, my point of view on learning. See, being a PMO, being a project manager, right? See, when I start learning, so let's take an example of a methodology. See, if I start learning about a methodology, by the time I'm well-versed with that methodology, I'll see another methodology which is already trending. People are also learning that. So that way, whatever I learn, I never got an opportunity to uh, implement that or maybe uh, uh, or maybe make my learning fruitful in order to ensure whatever I learned, I uh, practice the same thing. So that's my perception purely. Maybe Karthik, Ricardo, Leo, you can share your perception. That's my perception on learning. So it's a mysterious. So learning for PMO project management uh, it always sounds or it always looks mysterious to me. I learn something, next day that will not be valid anymore. Then I'll have to relearn. So it's all learning, relearning. There are no chances of implementing. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, well, if I can share my thoughts, um, absolutely. Absolutely agree with Ricardo, with his point of view. Yeah. Um, yes, Abby. I, I'm uh, as well. I'm full agree with with your point of view. And just taking the, the past uh, question and the past mention of Carti, I wanna I want to mention that uh, we'll arrive with synchronicity learning model to India very soon. Stay tuned. This is one point. No period about the um. My point of view is. Uh, in project management, pro project and product management, we lead together waterfall and agile concept because I don't know why. Well, yeah, uh, there is many theories, no? That uh, waterfall is, um, th they need to be, or uh, they need to continue fighting, no? Waterfall and agile. Most probably the, the misunderstood of agile mindset and all this, the, the wrong concept about certifications and, you know, uh, and the training courses. This is related with the mention, the good mention of, uh, that Ricardo have said about uh, training. Um, I, I think the, uh, this is very harm to the profession. That's why now, until now, they are fighting each other. And in, in, in my point of view, they need to, to live together both uh, both words about project and product management office my first uh, leadership about a pmo was in 1999 imagine that so uh, i don't know why it was a period of uh mysterious um and, and missing about all this concept of pmo in, in the past decade well but most probably in all this century, uh, it, it, um, I think this since the since the um, Scrum or how do you say that um, <clears throat> the Scrum Guide, all these kind of things, this explosion of, of, of agility and all related, the PMO 
concept and all, all the word about the PMOs uh, were missing. Lost, lost in the time, lost in, in, in everything. But in the past five years, I detected there is, there is another a reborn, okay? It's, um, it's a reborn because 99.99% on all over the world, all organizations have a portfolio of or a nivel portfolio or a nivel program. It doesn't matter. Projects and pro or pro and or products as well. So, but a very, very few percentage, very small percentage of these organizations have an office. We call it PMO. We can call it uh, Agile PMO, Value Management Office, Project Support Office, pro Product Management Office, Digital Transformation Office, Technical Office, we, we can call it in many concepts, in many titles, as the needs of each organization that we call it tailoring. And by the other hand, the um, uh, what kind of value and services and benefits at the same time as well, they need, first of all, to obtain for themselves as organization and later for the final customer. When we are talking about final customer is internal into this, into his own organization and external people like us, like um, we need to buy products and services. No, it doesn't matter which, which uh, kind of uh, um, products or services they are offering and we need to to to, um, to buy so nowadays nowadays it's a bad situation if an organization don't have an office PMO uh, or any 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 title that we want to to put it so this is a great opportunity for keep evolving keep learning keep Relearning, see, improving, iterative, constantly, because this is the 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 very positive mix between waterfall and agile. At the same time, we can call it hybrid. No, just for example, for each organization, and th this this kind of office should help them. Don't lose so much money. Be a better environment of working for all internal and external example where third parties or the external suppliers because we are working in a global considering the cultures considering many other things because as all uh, correctly mentioned ricardo when you are talking when you are working with several countries uh, we must to consider cultural things among many others variables in the formula because we are not working in the same way with in Spain than India than China than even in Latin America is very different to work in Mexico than Argentina or than Brazil is completely different every country even every every organization obviously every person is different that's why we are listening mm, mm, all over the, the social media or business that um, customer centric. This is the new. This is the new concept that is obvious to put focus focus on, on that. So for me, in summary, 
the all related about project and product management office with any kind of title that we um, we want to put in in, in um, is is the great opportunity for organizations for universities because if you check any project management uh, master degree most of them they don't even talk about PMO so how can it possible that the master's degree around the globe they do, they are not calling that they are not including a model a specific model about PMO if they included a PMO certification just for a certain example will be better if the 99 99.99% of all global organization are managing a corporate portfolios pro, uh, or program project management Th that does not make sense that's that's why i my is my point of view for then this year and the coming the coming years thank you thank you thank you thank you leo so ricardo kartik you guys wanted to share any of your opinion kartik you uh, you can continue if you have one more question and then we are good to go well, yeah, I like to let Ricardo maybe comment on this. Ricardo, any, anything that you wanted to share uh, on top of what Leo has covered? He's covered a lot of ground. I'm totally aligned to what Leo said um, his report and what he's saying that um, PMOs is like that they do not exist in the price management programs. And it's something that is very important that it should be considered because at the end, companies do not have uh, isolated projects so they have a portfolio of projects and maybe many companies are not aware of the benefits that they could have if they implement a, a project management office so i align with leo that they need to include more training and spread the, the knowledge and the benefits that a pmo can provide to, to the organizations Yes, um, I completely agree, Ricardo. Uh, in fact, uh, in fact, I um, I just wanted to comment also on uh, what Abhishek was uh, even talking about. I I think this, uh, you know, and I think uh, uh, Leo put it very well. He was talking about saying, you know, how you go from, you know, going to a session and then converting it to knowledge and then converting it to experience. Um, I think that's an important cycle to do. And, and I think the point Abhishek is making is sometimes, you know, in, in these times, while we are still trying to gain the knowledge and we haven't gained the experience, we are kind of changing uh, the subject because maybe the methodology has changed or something new has come. And I think that's more more a sign of the times, not necessarily only linked to either learning I mean, learning in the project and PMO world, but but I think in general. So I think um, I think the point also is that certifications. I mean, my personal view on certifications is they're really they're like a gate pass. They're they're an entry. They allow you entry into Disneyland. Um, or or if you if you don't like Disneyland, you can pick pick any other comparison. But uh, you know, it's just the entry into the gate. What you do once you enter, and and which rides do you take? And how much do you enjoy them and what experience you gain, what experience are you able to share? Uh, I think that then depends on you. Uh, so I think 
I think those are those are really uh, insightful thoughts in in whatever you have said, um, and I I think it's a good time for us to bring this discussion to uh, a closure. So uh, I think if I have to summarize quickly, um, you know, the COVID scenario has brought forward some has accelerated some aspects. uh for the pmo and uh, the project management world the learning aspects are digital and there needs to be faster adaptation uh you know and and i think uh, there are some initiatives out there that are promoting that as well and, and people need to uh, see how they get on boarded uh, even if they can't do it themselves um clearly the pmo role we we are all positive about and we uh still believe that uh, you know the value is the key underlying key uh, without which we can't uh, move ahead uh, and and we need to keep adapting and delivering value otherwise uh, uh and and it's always difficult to predict what that value will be uh, as ricardo pointed out maybe in the past it was you know in some cases it was just a simple triple constraint but today it's not just restricted to that and it's far more So our preparedness are in, in risk management, in, in making projects sustainable, in being resilient to various scenarios are, are all are all equally important uh, as as maybe the triple constraint is. So uh, on on I think um, on that note, I would like to uh, thank uh, Leo and Ricardo, and uh, you know it's an honor to have both of you and. here and uh, and have come on a on a saturday and shared your views so thanks so much for doing that and i finally turn it over to abhishek for any any last comments uh, so yeah thank you ricardo Ab- absolutely absolutely kartik i i second you so thank you thank you ricardo thank you leo thanks for being us on a saturday morning i and uh, i'm we are very sorry for spoiling your weekend so we all wish you a very happy and fruitful weekend and and i'll not be bothered will not be bothering will not be bothering you over this weekend again so it has been a, a pleasure to to be here with you sharing these minutes <clears throat> talking about project uh, management and ambivos so glad to come back again uh, for Another podcast. So thanks for the invitation. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ricardo. Thank you, Leo. It's been pleasure, and thank you, Karthik, for again for talking to you on a Saturday week, Saturday weekend afternoon. Sure. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Abhishek, for uh, you know always uh, pushing us and keeping us awake. And uh, thank you, Leo. Thank you, Ricardo. Really, really honored to have done this session with you. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's my it's my pleasure. It's a really really huge pleasure to to share with great professional because it, it, this kind of talks, this kind of um, exchange of talks in, in point of view, is only rich the point of view for all of us because it's not our it's my point of view. I, I'm just sharing my my thoughts and my experience in the real life, um, and, and that's it. it. It's not it's not the um, For me, it's not my truth. It's my truth, but no, it's the only truth. There are seven, seven, so many, so many point of view, so many uh, truth uh, for all the people. 
uh, if we all together create a powerful and positive truth, the time is going to change for positive and project management with all we mentioned today and PMOs topics related must promote, should promote the number one about this. We mentioned it, project economy, we mentioned it, the new technologies, we mentioned it, adding value to the organization, but educational as well for the next generation of lead, young leaders that is coming behind us. They are going to stay leading in the next few years. So it's all, we are all connected and we are all together. It's not in Spain, it's not only India, it's not only UK, Europe, America, Latin America. No, we are all together and we need to do it together, all of us. So thank you very much for, for the invitation. It's a great pleasure. Yes, it's weekend, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. We can share with a great colleague and great friends. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Leo and Ricardo, for joining us and sharing your valuable knowledge and experience. It's one of the most productive discussion that we had at the beginning of the year. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our chapter. We hope that all of you had a great time listening to our chapter on PMO and project management. We promise you that next time we are going to come up with another super exciting chapter. Till then please keep listening to our podcast chapters and others too. Thank you and stay safe.